So what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast. This is episode 85. My name is Combo Breaker 99 What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. We back with y'all with another one. We about to close out the year with y'all with this last episode here. Um, we want to do something a little different here. We ain't doing the same old, you know, year-end review. Kind of want to put a little twist on it, man. Um, I hit P, you know, at the end of the last episode, you know, I said, you know, who do you think were your top, top five fighters of 2018? The thing with that, we kind of being a little lenient with it. You know, it can, it it can be prospects, it can be contenders, it could be champions. Um, just somebody in the game that we felt was really, you know, setting the bar high. You know, somebody that was like that came in really focused. You know, they came in with some solid wins, just made a statement, and you know, they basically just made us say we want to see more of them next year. You know, on that on that note, man. Uh, you know, like I said, I got I got five, but. I might have a little more than five, man. And, you know, I got to put some of them together on the same tier, man. But um, no particular order on, like, how this is. But, you know, for number five, I had to say Alexander Usyk. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a tie between him and um, and uh, Joey Spencer. You know, I had them kind of share the number five spot. I know that Usyk, his, uh, you know, his uh, credentials and his accomplishments are a little bit bigger, but... I had to pick Usyk for one because, you know, he won the Ali Trophy and he got the, uh, you know, that that was the World Boxing Super Series. He became the undisputed champion. And, you know, all the fights he took in 2018 were of significance. You know, he had Mm -hmm. three big fights. Like I said, he won a vacant title and then he took on um, Murat Gassiev to, you know, to wrap up the tournament. And after that, he got a big money fight in uh, Tony Bellew. He scored a pretty... I say it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout, you know. Oh yeah, and definitely. It, and it, it, you know, it set up a big fight with um, AJ, a potential fight. You know, he took this fight as a business move to with, with Eddie Hearn to possibly move into a fight with AJ. Man, so I had to go with him, man. What do you think about that? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I definitely thought Usyk was definitely worth um, being acknowledged for what he accomplished this year. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't really have it in like a particular order, five, four, three, two, one. I just yeah. definitely had Usec in the mix because um like you said, he he really did some impressive things this year. Um and one of the reasons I picked him too, Ant, is because he's not really like a household name. And um sometimes people might not know or might not think that just because you're not a household name doesn't mean you you're not out doing like profound things and you're you know 
with your career and um Usac definitely is he he stringed together three very very um prominent wins this year and um his name is in the mix big time for like next year you yeah. know what i'm saying so um i definitely thought that um he was one of the um one of the top top fighters this year you know it was a lot of good guys but he was definitely one of the guys who deserve um some mention one more reason i'll bring that up too is because you know we haven't really had like a significant cruiserweight since evander holyfield you know mm-hmm. and he kind of put the eyes on the cruiserweight division once again you know and we we were just kind of like oh man this dude he he bringing something different to the table and when you go back and look he's not just like a big you know lumbering puncher you know he's got got kind of like that speed of a light heavyweight mm-hmm. and still the potential to move up to heavyweight you know oh yeah yeah nimble nimble guy yeah very nimble <clears throat> yeah. and um good work ethic too so i say i pick him because i think that from here going into 2019 you know, like I said, he set himself up with the AJ fight. It might not be his first fight, but, you know, he might be fighting somebody at heavyweight. And just to see his style at heavyweight and how he'll transition, you know, I think that's big, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, another thing, man, he has a really good personality, too. <clears throat> you can catch him online. I mean, he's joking around. He's dancing. He's They got the meme yeah. with the Jim Carrey picture. He, You know, so... Yeah. <laughs> That makes a difference too when a guy, especially for a fighter, because everybody mm-hmm. thinks a fighter is mean and always angry, and that's not really the the case. You know, I mean, this guy he's dancing the techno music and he's cutting up, he's having a good time. But um, when it's time to work, he goes to work. Yeah, man, for real. So yeah, definitely looking uh, forward to seeing Usyk get heavyweight, man, and hopefully Usyk AJ fight, man. But sharing number five with him, like I said. Of course, this is a up and comer. Uh, we got Joey Spencer. Uh, Joey Spencer, you know, he fights at 154. Uh, he he put himself on the map at age, you know, 18. Fought five times in uh, 2018. All five knockouts. Now I know a lot of people going to say, you know, uh, might be a lack of competition, but you know, he kind of fought his way into this position, you know, with his business deals, mm-hmm. and also, you know, with the with the with the wins, you know, the wins he's been putting out there have been highlight worthy yeah. know, for his little highlight reel. You know, Absolutely. he wants to make his way up the ladder. People are going to go back and play these fights and say, damn, he's knocking people out. Right. You know, of course, you know, as the competition gets bigger, you know, the knockouts might come harder. But right now we got eyes on it. What number did you have, Matt P? Or, I, like I, I said, I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't, really, really, no yeah, number, I didn't right? really have no chronicle <clears throat> chronological order for him particularly but um i definitely thought joey spencer you know was another guy who um was just on the right track this year you know staying busy stay winning and um and tv i mean not that it's all about tv but the tv is just i mean that's just so much more exposure and Mm -hmm. and when you're on tv um doing what you're supposed to do it, it, it it's more impactful than when you're not on tv doing what you're supposed to do right right so um i think that you know he's setting up himself for you know 19 you know 2020 because you know he's fighting the guys that he's supposed to be fighting right now to me and you know it's not like he's out there calling out big names he's not barking he's just like yo when they put somebody in front of me i go and do what i'm what I'm supposed to do, and that's all you can really ask a guy who, you know, is is, is climbing his way up the ladder. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, he definitely is because yeah, going back, we saying like 
when you look at how many fights he's had, but you're already seeing him on these big platforms, you're yeah. saying, wow, we got to keep an eye on this kid because right. he's here for a reason. Because thing, know? I mean, if nothing else, if you just happen to be a casual fan and happen to be, you know, watching TV, that oh, this is the fifth time I've heard this kid on TV this year. You yeah, know, I've been, this name, yeah. See what he's about. Yeah, this know? name it sounds familiar. So even, you know, from that <clears throat> standpoint, it's just a good, it's just a good thing. You know, when you're on TV and you're winning on TV, and that's the thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But yeah. um, but on, on that note, and I kind of want to pop into one of my guys because he's kind of like another prospect on the rise. Um, the kid, uh, Joshua, um, Joshua Greer, Greer Jr. Yeah. <clears throat> he fought four times this year. You know what I'm saying? Kind of in the same boat with Joey Spencer. No really, really big names, but just staying busy. Staying on TV and winning, um, he does have a belt, and um, like we say, these guys are setting up for the future. You know, 2019, 2020, um, to really step it up and you know see if they are amongst the elite. You know, mm-hmm. doing and 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 these weight classes or whatever. But I, I like the way these guys are moving at because um. You know, it's not you can't move too fast, you can't move too slow, but they, these guys are staying busy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and 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 performing. You know, I mean, people would judge the competition, but I mean, there's people that the bigger names that are fighting this type of competition. You know what I'm saying right. too. So, right. you know, you have to be 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 fair about it. But um, like I said, um, Joshua Gray was another guy I had who I thought really you know made some noise this year and caught my eye and um a guy i'll be looking out for you know 2019 2020 at yeah um looking at his resume here man you know like you said he fought four times last year we went four times this year and he fought four times last year mm-hmm. and you know looking at the competition you know these are guys he should be fighting you know somebody 15 and 5 16 right. and 7 so you know, he's getting a good look, you know, different looks. Yeah, you know, I mean. He's getting a good mix of fights, you know, so. Think about that. In the last two years, he's fought eight times. Um, I'm not sure how many of those times on TV, but he's been on TV um, quite a few times. But just still in two years to have eight fights, it just shows his work ethic and he's staying busy. I, I like to see that. You know, you had these young guys um, who are not staying busy, eh? They're just not staying busy. Yeah. For, for whatever reason. You know, some right. guys we know the backstories with people trying to get, you know, comp- fighters to face them. You know what I mean? It's not as easy as people may, you know, think it is. But um, I just want to take, you know, give a shout out to these guys for doing, you know, what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? I mean, Ryan Garcia, he's another guy kind of in that category. He wasn't as busy as these guys, but just another guy that's on TV and, and you know, working his way up. Yeah, and the latter. The difference between Ryan and them is, you know, he already kind of get that platform, so it's good to kind of talk about these guys because it's like people need to keep an eye on these guys because hey, they doing they working just as hard. That, that, you know? That's it. Because out of those three names, people probably know Ryan Garcia. Yeah, but yeah. level wise, it's no difference in those guys. You know, I mean, to be honest, those guys might be a little bit better than Ryan to be honest. But you know, he already has that name and that platform where people know him. But it's other guys out here that you know blue collar guys that are just work working hard you know what i mean so um we definitely want to make sure that they get their props to it you know what i'm saying because like you say the big difference is these guys been on tv ryan garcia is on tv but mm-hmm. ryan garcia is still like on a bigger platform you yeah. know what i'm saying <clears throat> like 
his fight could be anybody and it's still going to get the same it's still going to get, get the same, same numbers but with these guys like Greer you actually have to analyze you know we have to actually bring that to the forefront and say hey look he's got this many fights this year this many fights last year and you look at his record he's actually like I said fighting competition on his level making a statement right you know but without that platform it gets a little harder you know it so. does absolutely but um yeah man moving on um to my number four my number four these two fighters are moving up to mainstream a little bit. I had to give it to both of these guys, uh, Canelo and Danny Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved Canelo down the list because I was doing it by ranking. I just moved him down because he did pop this year. I had to, I had to punish him for that, but mm-hmm. I just had to, I, I had to put him on there because you know he did give us that rematch, yeah. you know Triple G, and he was finally able to beat Triple G. I know yeah. you know controversial still to people, but. You know, to finally beat that guy, you know, hand him his first loss, I had to put him on there. Absolutely. And um, another reason, too, you know, two-division world champion this year, you know, he moved up 168. I know Rocky Fielding wasn't, like, the best. But, you know, as far as, like, the business move he made going to the zone, he made the biggest, like they say, the biggest uh, move in boxing, you know, next to Floyd. You know, 11-fight yeah. deal, five years. 11 fight deal over five years for three, over $300 million, you know? Right. So, you know, that right there just kind of <clears throat> makes you say he's got his hands full for next year. You know, what he did this year was a big statement, but now you really got to look at what he's going to do next year, you know, in 2019. Because, like I said, out of these 11 fights, at least five of them got to be top middleweights, you know? I mean. It got to be. Yeah, and, we would hope so. <laughs> we yeah. would hope so. Um, I want to hop on Canelo a little bit, too, you know. <clears throat> You know, I'm not a Canelo fan, but I got a ton of respect for him, you know, inside and really outside the ring. And I, I just want to bring that up too, and because that's something I just kind of totally sidebar was the fact that he did get popped this year. I, I didn't really even factor that that into the equation. I um just solely based it on, you know, getting those other belts from Triple G, you know what I'm saying? And um going on to the Rocky Felton thing, picking up another strap at 168 and, um, you know, signing the, the zone deal and just staying busy. And, you know, I mean, he's probably had the best year out of any fighter this year, you know, money wise. I mean, he picked up another belt, picked up three belts from triple G, you know what I mean? Whatever. So he's had a really good year, um, in the sport, you know, despite how you might feel about him, but, you know, you do got to kind of think about that, man. It, it it does um, it does factor in that. You know, you did a lot of great things this year. Picked up belts, signed a monster deal, but you did get popped this year. So um, <clears throat> that's something I, I I really had forgot to factor in. You know, you would think that I would have factored that in. You know, off the top, being not a fan, but I really didn't because um, what he's done you know, throughout the rest of the years kind of overshadowed that, but, um, let, let, let us not let that overshadow it, overshadow, you know, something as important as, you know, being a clean athlete. Yeah. So, um, but like I said, overall, he's probably had the best year ever out of, out of any, any, any fighter to be honest. I mean, once you look at all the time, he picked up the biggest check, he picked up four or five belts this year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nobody else really, really did it like that and 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 he like solidified his self for the next couple years with top 
notch fights you know what i'm saying so um yeah he really did a lot you know and like i was thinking too like you know whether or not he takes them or not you know you know takes the big fights not he he has like 2019 in his hands yeah. once you think about it but uh i put danny jacobs right next to him because i felt like when we were doing the middleweight tournament i felt like these were the two guys i had to give it to both because they were the only two I won't say the only two, but they were the top two that kind of answer questions for us. Mm-hmm. You know, Demetrius Andre, he did win his belt, you know, but I feel like he still got some things to, you know, prove at 164. Yeah. But, you know, Danny Jacobs, you know, beating two undefeated fighters this year, you know, continuing his uh, undefeated fighter streak. Uh, he picked up the belt after beating Durbachenko. And, you know, also jumping over here with Eddie Hearn, having that mm-hmm. deal, he's also put himself in that, you know, mix where I can get a, you know, Android, I can get a Canelo fight, which oh, yeah. it looks like he might be getting a Canelo fight. And I like Danny was like the first one to do that. When Danny went to the zone, people were saying, why, why, why are you from New York and from the States and you're signing mm-hmm. to Eddie Hearn? And I told you from day one, I said, that's a power move. I mean, he's just opened yeah. up his Monopoly board. Exactly. He can fight anybody with exactly. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I didn't see how people saw it as a bad thing, but he was one of the first guys to sign he on was. to the zone before the hype train and the soup train or whatever got behind it. Yeah, even before Canelo. Yeah, know, before Canelo. Before yeah, way that, before Canelo. He's still he on HBO been in there like, probably like two years now, a year yeah, too. Yeah, because, you know, after he did his other fight with HBO, he was like, you know, I'm going to get over here with Eddie, you know, and see how, how things work out. Because mm-hmm. he, at that point, he when they, he was asked about it, he was like, I want to be a star. Okay. You know, he was like, I want to be a star, and this is how I can put myself in that position for these fights. Absolutely. And, psh, that's what we got for 2019. Absolutely. For him. So, Absolutely. you know, again, respect to Danny, man. He always be doing his thing, yo. A lot of people don't give him credit because, you know, he don't talk a lot. Right. But, you know, like he said, he touching M's. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's not a whole lot to talk about when you're a fighter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, for real, man. But um, I'll let you go on with your next one, Pete. You got next, um, right? Another guy, like I said, you know, we, 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 we're going at this from a different angle. We're not necessarily going for fan favorites. We're just really going... You know, by the stats, you know, the, 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 the variables, the things that, you know, we're, we're judging these guys by. So, you know, with that being said, I have to put Tyson Fury in the mix hat for a few different reasons. You know, um, you know, the top of 2018, I mean, Tyson Fury probably was pushing 400 pounds. He was totally out of shape. Um, mentally, we didn't know where he, where, where he was at. He said he had mental health issues. I didn't realize it was that bad. Um, we didn't know whether or not we would ever see him in the ring again at the top of 2018. Mm-hmm. So to do what he's done, I mean, to get into fighting shape, you know, lose the weight that he lost. I mean, you got to realize, I mean, I, I don't think this guy was broke. I don't think this guy was like, yo, I need the money. You know what I'm saying? It was more of a a motivation thing. He said Deontay Wilder motivated him. You know what I'm saying? Um, by calling him out, you know what I'm saying? Saying like, yo, you're done. And he said that motivated him. But whatever, whatever it took, you know, you we got to acknowledge that because that's not easy for a guy to do that when you got money. You know what I'm saying? You're not mm-hmm. hungry necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, to get back in the fighting shape and then come around full circle and, and, and face a guy that nobody thought you stood a chance against. Right. And to put on a very good performance against him so um 
I have to mention him, you know, give him an honorable mention. I mean, like I said, I'm not the biggest Tyson Fury fan, but I do, you know, respect what, 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 what he's done this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really, I mean, and like I said, this is not about winning the fight. It's about the mental battle, like you say, and I mean, it's a lot of, like they say, boxing is 90% mental, so... Mm-hmm. Just showing that mental fortitude to lose that type of weight. That's what I'm saying, that. And I mean, it's not easy to lose weight. He's a big guy. I mean, he didn't he didn't get down to right anybody trim. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you had to saw him the way he was before that, exactly the way he came down, yeah. you have to give him his props. I mean, for a guy who didn't have to do that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because anybody could have just got in the ring to collect, you know what actually getting down to fighting shape yeah fighting that, shape that, you know that that was probably the biggest part because you know like i said i always be knocking the fights he had but if anything to me the 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 transition he made with his body was bigger than any fight absolutely that he had you know like as far as his tune-ups when i saw what he did with his body i was like that was more impressive that was a bigger fight than that was some of the tune-up fight. fights than yeah. that, that he had you yeah. know what i mean because we know obesity and people battle that's 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 a that's a that's an everyday struggle if, if you if, if you're that you know if, if you're battling with that you know what i mean you <laughs> we small guys we don't really understand oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know for i mean and thing like we talking about a guy who can eat anything he want i mean he can have a chef you know what i mean mm-hmm. he got access to gaining weight you know what i mean right, easily right. so um but he you know he bit down and did what he had to do and you know came full circle and come fight night you know he was able to perform and um that's not that's not an easy feat to accomplish physically or mentally so um definitely have to uh you know give him a nod for that eh? nothing else you know what i'm saying gotcha okay um moving on here uh for my number three uh, i had to pick uh clarissa shields man mm-hmm. i definitely had to pick Cl- clarissa shields i mean Hers is almost like surprisingly for me. Hers is like the easiest reason to say why you know because absolutely like everything she was doing in eight fights this year was just like highlight after highlight after highlight. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people won't see it that way because you know she's a woman fighter. But for me, the moves she was making this year was the moves a lot of the men needed to mm-hmm. be making. You know, I get to the business in a minute, but like first off, you know she won two world titles in middleweight last year. She defended those titles this year. Then her third fight this year was, um, which she was like I said, she was already a, a middleweight champion. But then she won two two more titles in her second fight at middleweight. Mm-hmm. Then in her third fight this year, she won the titles at one sixty eight. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she was defending it in her fourth fight. So you know, she picked up four fights, became you know a unified champion in those four fights. You know, at eight no. And then, you know, of course, uh, this year she won that uh, WB, WBAA uh, 2018 Fighter of the Year Award. Yeah. So, you know, they definitely been putting her on notice with that, too. But um, also, man, just looking like, like I said, the moves she's been making. Uh, first couple fights this year, she was on uh, Showtime. And then after that, she was on the zone. You know, she was on the car with Eddie Hearn. One fight deal, you know, just to put herself out there. Yeah. By the end of the year, she's closing on. HBO's last car so you know like I said she's just making moves to make people say you know why are these other fighters doing this absolutely showtime HBO the zone it's you know it's possible you know when when you want it you know what I mean um but yeah definitely and super big shout out to Clarissa Shields um 
you know, for a lot of reasons, man, for what, what she's out here doing in the game. But, you know, she she's a regular visitor on our, you know, Instagram page. You, you know, we it's nothing to get a like or a comment from her. So we definitely appreciate that. And um, but for me, Aunt, you know, I'm not the diehard woman fighter fan, but I I, I called Aunt up one day. I said, hey, Aunt, I, I hadn't realized I had no idea, you know, Clarissa Shields had accomplished all this and this amount of fights. He like, yeah, man, it's, I said, wow, I'm really, really impressed because um, a lot of these guys out here could take a page out of her book right now. It's not a whole lot of posturing, talking trash. She doing whatever she has to do to stay busy and not only stay busy, but constantly elevate at the same time. Um, She's definitely the epitome of a, of a of a true champion inside the ring and outside right now, and I, I definitely got a lot of respect for her, and um, I definitely think she really made some power moves <clears throat> this year, and um, and like I always say, Aunt too, it's a lot of things, you know, I mean, personality, you know, whenever I see her on Instagram or whatever, or anywhere in public, everybody loves her. She seems like she's really down to earth, just a humble person. So, um. Shout out to Clarissa Shields, man. Keep doing what you're doing. And um, we appreciate, you know, you chiming in here and there and um, showing definitely. us some love. Definitely. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely, man. Because like I said, like, once you look at what she's doing, I think I put it out. When I put it out there like that, you know, those stats, like I said, world champion in two different weight classes. And, and you know, you know, that makes a lot of, you know, fighters of, of all, you know, male or female, you know, to say, you know, we got to step our game up, you know. Hey, we, we definitely got to step we, our we, game we up. Step. I had no idea. I was like, what? He said, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, she's done all that and X amount of fights. It, 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 it blew my mind because, I mean, you you don't hear anything. The guys, you hear them posturing this and that, getting popped, this DU, you know, locked us, a whole bunch of commotion with the guys, you know what I mean? Right. Here, this sister is over here below the radar, but making power moves in the game, you know what I'm saying. So, um, like I said, man, I, I ain't got nothing but respect for um, Miss Shields over there doing her thing. Yeah, man. And um, what this gonna lead to, you know, the fight that I want to see. You know, hopefully, if it happens next year, these big moves, like I said, she's making. Hopefully, it leads to that uh, <clears throat> Hammer fight, that Regina Hammer fight, because you know, uh, Regina Hammer had to um, pull out of boxing for a little bit because of an illness. But hopefully. You know, this fight might come to fruition in like March or sometime this year. Cause you know, like I said, Clarissa, she ain't she ain't dug at nobody right now. Yeah. She been calling her out, she been calling somebody out. But until then, you know, she just been staying busy, man. So again, shout out to her, man. But uh, who you got next on your list, bro? Um my last person that is um and that, like I said, we 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 went and looked for different things to um acknowledge people on so this one it wasn't necessarily um because of the fights he had this year but it's just of what what he's done this year as as a business move um i want to say Devin haney you know what i'm saying he stayed busy this year i think he fought two or three times something like that but he also went and got his promoter license and became the youngest boxing promoter in boxing history at 19 which I think is super super dope that a kid that young is taking his future into his own hands like that you know it's not 
too many guys out here. There's no other guy at 19 that's fighting on his own promotion label. So um, I really thought that that was a power move. And it's an eye-opener and a game-changer for the next generation to let them see how to do this. You know what I mean? You don't have to sign your, your, your life away. You know what I mean? You could take your time. And when you know you the goods, you can do things like that. Now, when you're not sure of yourself, then you might have to sign over here, sign over there. But Devin Haney has been the game being moved the right exact way. And, you know, he's his own boss. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. You're the fighter. You know what I mean? Nobody else should be above the fighter. I've always felt that way, too, man. That's why I had to say he was definitely like my honorable mention, too, because... I've been watching him since he hit, he you know put his debuts online. You know he was putting them on YouTube. You know back in 2015, and that was a crazy move because it was like all you saw on on these fights was his name. You know he had like his team. You know saying DevinHaney.com, DevinHaney.com. So it was just like this is all he wants you to know. You know nobody's pushing him, nobody's mm-hmm. promoting him. He's promoting himself, and then he's putting his actual professional debut on youtube next thing you know he's putting his third fourth fifth fight on there so it's just letting you know that he's grinding for himself and a lot of fighters today they can follow this and say sooner or later you know maybe in like the next five six years you're going to see more fighters making these same moves yeah where it's just like if i want to if i want to get here me and this dude want to make a fight we don't have to have that middleman no more you know it's just me and you so from there it'll be no more excuses you know a lot of guys can make fights but this but, year, again too with that with his promotion, it's just like from here he's on Showtime now, Showbox. All right, and he's already talking about I want to graduate from Showbox to you know maybe you know becoming a main event on Showtime, you know regular cards, you know. So yeah, he's already in that mind frame where I can call those shots, you know, pretty soon. You know, I'm gonna be calling those shots and saying you know when I can be here, when I could be a main event, who's gonna be on my undercards. And that's the thing at, at 19. Being able to see that big picture that far down the road um, is amazing. And, and like I said, he will open the eyes of, you know, younger fighters to come. But what they must realize is it's not it's not it's not as easy as he made it look. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Devin Haney is a um, anomaly in the game. It's, it's not going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. It would not be that easy to do what he's done. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, he, everything just worked out just perfect for him. But what it will do is put them on the game at to say, when I want to fight this guy and this guy wants to fight me, it's not all this red tape in between us no more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's letting guys see how to take control of their career. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think one of those the thing that a lot of young guys they need to take from that is that it's not easy because we see he's putting in a lot of hard work you know he mm-hmm. makes it look easy but it's hard the yeah. same with going back to uh, Shields you know in this amount of fights 8-0 yeah it seemed easy like she became a two division world champion in this many fights but it was hard work getting there just like with Haney him being his own boss right now at this age it's like okay it looked easy, you know. I'm 19, maybe I could do the same thing, but no, it's not. You you got to put in the same amount of work that he's putting, you know. And that's all. That's all you got to do. I mean, if you're that hard of a worker of a fighter, man, you could you could do that. If you're that tired of having somebody tell you when and when you can't fight or who he, who you can and can't fight, you know, you got to do do moves like he doing, man. 
So yeah, definitely, man. Shout out to Devin Haney, man. I got uh, Jared Swift heard, man. Mm-hmm. Now I know he didn't fight a whole bunch of times. You know, it ain't all about activity, but it was all about questions answered. And I, I feel like his one fight to me that really answered that question, like who the best in the junior middleweight division is, is his uh, unification fight with uh, Eris Landy Lara. You know, there's a lot of people that say, you know, Jared Heard, you know, he gets hit a lot. You know, uh, you know, he just keeps coming forward. But Jared Heard, he has that that consistent pressure. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight, man. And I, I feel like that's what really helped him win that Eris Landy Laura fight. Because like I said, Laura, he's a guy that can make a lot of guys look bad. Laura, he's a fighter that. Um, a lot of junior middleweights duck, you know, and uh, like I said in the past, I felt, you know, Lara, he did enough to beat Canelo in that fight, but Jared Hurd, he stuck to his guns and his game plan in this fight. You know, he he said, I'll take this fight, and, you know, he took it to him. I mean, it was a lot of back-and-forth action. Uh, there was a lot of uh, back-and-forth rounds here, but like I said, Jared Hurd, he stayed more consistent, and he was able to make this, a you know, a solid win for him, man. <laughs> this one win... Like I said, after this fight, you know, he he had uh, to have shoulder surgery, but, yeah. you know, he still kept speaking, you know, saying that I do want the Charlo fight, you know, that I, I do want to be the undisputed champion. And, you know, like he said, that he's he's definitely the guy that should be able to make that call because, you know, he's got two of the belts and he feels like he is number one. And I've always felt even before, you know, the the upset last week with Charlo and uh, Harrison, I always felt that uh, Hurd was a number one guy. Yeah, you know, just just off the moves he was making, you know, like I said, unification, um, not ducking, you know, just going going for anybody that that wants. It. And um, like you say, and that that's the difference. Like a guy like Jared Hurd, a, a guy like Jared Hurd grew on me, and and he really grew over me, grew on me over this last year. You know, everybody said, well, like you say, he gets hit hit a lot. That's his style. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a different style. Manny Pacquiao got hit a lot. A lot of fighters get hit a lot. You know, every fighter is not a defensive whiz or every fighter is not a tactician, you know. But Jared Heard, what what we've been seeing in him is he knows how to win. He gets hit a lot. He starts slow. But he knows how to win. He finds a way to win. And, you know, him taking a guy like Laura. Most guys wouldn't face most guys in his position wouldn't face a guy like Law. Because you could lose or you could be made to look bad. You know, he took a guy like Law, like, yo, I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. I gotta I gotta pass these tests. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went out there and faced a guy, you know, like Law, and um he got the W. And I thought that that really kind of solidified his character, his heart, like, yo. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people are worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. You know, it's a lot of guys out here that are worried about being undefeated. And I don't see that in Jared Hurd. I see a really rugged guy in Jared Hurd and a guy who is really serious about, you know, his legacy. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. He says... I want to unify. Okay, we see him, the level of competition stepping up kind of every time I did. I don't really see that with other guys who claim they may want to unify or, you know, a guy who might be in position to unify. You know what I'm saying? Everything to me that Jared Heard is doing is a step 
in the right direction to unify. You know what I'm saying? And now the ball is in his court. You know, he's got two belts. He's the man. You know, Jamel lost his belt, you know, for whatever reason. But the ball is in his court now. And it's just like, that's how it is. And, you know, everything works out the way it's supposed to be. So all the smoke is settled. In 2019, Jerry Heard is is starting off the top of the year. The man, you know what I'm saying, right? Right. So, <clears throat> and and going back to his uh, one significant fight that really decided that to me, decided that for me was because you know, first of all, you know, in boxing, I always go with quality or quantity. You know, he could have fought three, four tomato cans at 154, but that really wouldn't have solidified his his position for me today him beating Laura him be able to, to make that power move and fight somebody like Laura like a lot of guys won't fight you know that says a lot about a guy too mm-hmm. you know and then when you come out on top the way he did you know you can't help but give him that number one spot at 154 you know Absolutely. so in, in any division you know if you're the guy that wants to face this one these one or two guys versus maybe three or four tomato cans or as long as you're facing these guys that have some type of significance and that's going to answer some questions, that's how you advance in the game. And I feel like, yeah, since that fight, he was the number one guy, and uh, Jamel at the time was number two. But now, you know, moving forward, he can fight anybody in 2019. You know what I mean? Like, he could he could fight Tony Harrison in a rematch, you know, or he could wait for uh, Jamel Charlo and Harrison their rematch, or he could move on, man. Shoot, he could fight Mongia. He could move up to 160, you know. You know, right now he can make the move. So definitely, again, shout out to uh, Jerry Swift, heard man. But um, you said that other fight was your last one, right? That yeah, day, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I got one more, man. This is my number one. I did stick with the number one on this one, but um, a lot of people might get mad, but I had to pick Deontay Wilder, man. And for one reason, too, man, it's like the heavyweight division, man. It's it's the biggest division, man, and the moves he made were very, very. very big at the same time dangerous last year his one fight in march on march 3rd against Luis ortiz that was bigger than a lot of other fighters aj any of these other guys heavyweight could make because he was fighting the one guy that a lot of these other guys are avoiding and mm-hmm. that was king kong ortiz on top of that king kong he had got popped earlier that year but he was still like okay you know, I, I, I'll take him. I'll fight him. And he did that, man. And the fight really wasn't going in his favor, but he stayed in it. He stayed in it to win it. And he got it the way he, he always do. You know, he got it by a devastating knockout. Right after that, you know, he was trying to get the AJ fight again, but, you know, that wasn't happening so much bigger. And so Tyson Fury comes out of left field, you know, wins his tune-up fights and says, you know, I'll take on Deontay Wilder. And what Wilder say, he ain't, you know, Going on social media, going back and forth, saying, oh, talk to my manager. He was like, hey, we can make this fight happen in December, right after you win your tune-up. And that's what happened. And um, going into that fight, I know that the result wasn't what I wanted. And, uh, you know, it wasn't what a lot of fans wanted. They felt Tyson Fury won. But, like I said, I felt the draw was fair. But a lot of people don't understand Deontay Wilder. If he was getting outboxed like that, there, was a, there would have been a lot of fighters who would have quit. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't have found a way to win, they would have quit. But he stayed in it all the way to the end. Whether or not you feel like he was winning or losing, he stayed all the way to the end and almost knocked Tyson Fury out. 
you know? So I feel like those two fights right there against the biggest, most dangerous heavyweights right there really solidify who he is as a fighter and what's going to, what's to come for him next year, you know, which is more than likely a Tyson Fury rematch. But again, you got to look at it. Like I said, this is the most significant division. Everybody got their eyes on heavyweight, you know? Mm -hmm. So what he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. Um, and I had to, I had to agree with you on that. And, um, you know, Deontay Wilder is what? 41 and 40 right now. Mm -hmm. 41 knockouts and 41 fights. A lot of people still try to discredit his record saying that. No, I'm sorry. 40 and 0. 40 and 0. 39 knockouts. So, um, a lot of people still want to discredit. You know, a man that has 40 fights with 39 knockouts, which is unheard of. You know what I mean? It's a, what, 99.9.9% knockout rate or whatever. Right. Um, a lot of people say that he didn't fit, you know, tomato cans. He was fighting cab drivers, all this stuff or whatever. But this year he showed that I'm willing to face anybody and not just say it. You know what I mean? And first he did that with... You know, Lewis Ortiz, you know, which a lot of guys, which is a dangerous guy. First off, a lot of guys didn't want to face him. He has a very dangerous style and he's just a dangerous guy. You know what I mean? But then he was he had, he was popped, which made him extra dirty. I mean, extra dangerous. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, despite that, Deontay Wilder still said, yo, I have to fight this guy because I need these names on my resume, you know what I'm saying? Um, if he dirty or not. So he posed got cleaned up and Deontay Wilder agreed to the fight, which I thought was big because uh, the champ don't have to agree to a fight after you, after the person tested dirty and he messed that up. You messed that opportunity up. You know what I mean? But I thought it was big for Deontay Wilder to say, yo, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a second chance and take on this fight because he could have just let the door close right there and escaped this bullet. You know what I'm saying? But like, yo, he was dirty. That's that. But he went back for them, which was a tough fight. Answered some questions for, you know, some people about his chin and different things about Wilder. And he still came out on top. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, to follow that up, I mean, and we all know he wanted the AJ fight, but he couldn't, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't trap AJ this year or whatever and make it happen. So he fought the next best thing smoking, which was Tyson Fury. And um, I don't know, like, I don't know how many people would have been willing to fight Tyson Fury before, you know, him and Wilder fought, you know what I mean? Because... Like now, I know Tyson's Fur- Tyson Fury's stock has went up. I don't know how, you know, many people avoided him before that because they might have felt like he was washed up and felt like, yo, we, we, anybody will fight him. But the person who did it was Deontay Wilder. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And um, and Tyson Fury, you know, and th- that's another reason you got to give them a lot of respect and for, you know, two guys busting through the paperwork and making this fight happen. You know what I'm saying? Because that, 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 that's like the thing at the end of the day, it's a lot of great fights out here to be made, but will, 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 will the two fighters get through all the bullshit and make it happen? We don't, we, we, we don't know. So, um, 
you know, shout out to Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder for, you know, a great fight and for all the other things they accomplished throughout the year, but mainly for just putting the bullshit aside and getting in the ring and fighting, which fighters are supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, definitely Deontay Wilder, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. And I feel like off of that one performance, you know, it definitely opened doors for both of them, and especially for Wilder. I feel like it definitely put his name out there now. You know, a lot of people didn't know him before, but after seeing what he possessed, even if they felt like he was losing, they still got it. They still want to see what's going to happen in this rematch. And he definitely opened doors for for Big 2019, man. So, yeah, again, shout out to uh, WBC champion Deontay Wilder, man. But, uh, yeah, man, like you said, these are like five fighters, a little bit more than five fighters for me that I feel like were really making a statement and they're guys that, and girls that I'm looking out for in uh, 2019. What about you, Pink? Um, yeah, basically the same thing. I mean, there's no way we can get every single fighter this year, but, um, you know, we just dredged through and, 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 and grabbed out a handful that, you know, really caught our eye and that we wanted to um, showcase on out, you know, yeah, and show or whatever and you know i mean it's a lot of uh, it's a whole lot of more guys that did great things this year but we just don't have the time and you know to run everything down so um we just wanted to pick like you know the cream of the crop you know the ones that really really stood out to us you know what i mean and um that don't mean the other other fighters didn't stand out to us you know those other great fighters this year terrence crawford you know earl spence uh, Manny Pacquiao had a good year. You know, there's a whole bunch of other guys that had a you know good year too. But we we just wanted to really grab the ones that really really um, caught our eye. You know, whether they were major stars or stars on the rise. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Just you know, there's certain guys you know that their names and what they do is already kind of a given, mm-hmm. and they just have to go through the motions just a little bit. But there's other fighters that we feel made power moves and other guys that had to work a little bit harder, you know, power move being like, you know, Danny Jacobs, Canelo, and then other guys just working really, really hard to get it like a herd or a shield, you know? So yeah, man, I'm just, like I said, looking forward to these fighters, uh, what they're going to do next year. Um, Something just popped in my head. What was a one fight or one knockout that stood out to you in 2018? Was there one for you, man? Cause it just popped in my head. Yeah. One did, man. Yeah, it's it's one fight that stood out for me this year. What was that? Um, and, and a matter of fact, it's 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 never happened in history before. But um, this year will always be remembered for what this kid did. I I don't even really have the names exactly, but the heavyweight match when the guy walked out the ring and I mean, come on, I mean that that d- 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 hands down that take, hands down that, that takes the, that was the craziest stuff remember, we saw this year I remember I saw that, I posted on Facebook I, I was just like, after I saw it I was just like, this is embarrassing, I don't want to remember anymore, but Dude. that was probably like the worst stoppage or worst quit in the in, in the history of box. I mean, there's there may be been a few guys that have done that before, which is worse than you not coming out of the dressing room or walking out of the ring. Man. I mean, the, the dude what he did at go touch gloves <laughs> and when the bell rings, step out the ropes, dude. Like I say, in history, yeah. I don't, you know, I, like you say, guys have 
got cold feet and all that. But to do what he did, you know what I'm saying? Um, that was about the craziest that thing was, this year, dude. Yeah, that was the craziest. Uh, I mean, for me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. like, for you know, it's all types of ways of looking stuff, you know. But that was like, that had me like, yo. Mm-hmm. That that was it. That was bigger than the knockout big. to be for me because that was just um, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah when I first saw it, I, my I myself, I was like, I was like, where's he? I was like, where's he going? And he just walked casually, sauntered out, went around about a stage, and he was gone. Man, people people were still wondering, you know, what he was going to do. Like, did he forget something? But then there was just like, nah, he ain't coming back. That was dude, it. Even his corner. Had, was looking puzzled, like you know what I mean. It was, it was, it was, it was a crazy night in boxing. And, very, know. very. I don't want to. I don't want to see any more of those. But um, I think as far as like a knockout, a real, real knockout that just stood out for me was uh, Alida Alvarez uh, versus uh, Sergey Kovalev. Man, oh, yeah. I just felt that was um the the one knockout that kind of put Alida Alvarez on the map because a lot of people didn't think he was gonna win, but. Some had him trailing in the cars, and it was just a kind of a dominate. It was still a dominant knockout for him because he wasn't going anywhere. And I just felt like, you know, that was that one that answered questions on where he stood in the game and kind of where Kovalev is at. So, yeah, definitely shout out to Leader Alvarez because, you know, I, I was looking at the looking at the other day, and I felt like that was probably one of the top light heavyweight knockouts this year, man. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, before we bounce, man, what's the uh, one fight you want in 2019, man, to happen? The 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 one fight that I want in 2019, um, you mean fight that 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 don't look don't look like it's gonna happen at, or yeah, the one that you know they haven't like come close to making, but it's, okay, you know, it well, should be able to make should be able to make it. The most intriguing fight in 2019. To me, would be um, I, I'm gonna say the Danny Jacobs and the Canelo because we haven't seen them two together yet. I do want my boy Triple G to get that third one in because I still feel like it's unfinished business. But the Danny Jacobs and Canelo would be a little bit more juicier because we never seen we never seen them dance together yet. So 2019 for me. That that would kind of that would kind of be the icing on the cake for me if um if Canelo would get in there with Jacobs. Okay. Okay. Um. Granted, if everything goes okay in uh, February, I'm gonna have to say by the end of next year, or maybe around the summertime, I want Tank Lomachenko. You know, if he if he thrashes Abner Mares, like I think he will. Or he might, and you know, if maybe Lomachenko fights one more time sometime this year, first quarter, they could make it happen sometime. You know, maybe the end of next year, maybe in the summer of next uh, next year. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that fight can be made. I mean, I know Th- Tevin Farmer's kind of been throwing his you know self out there a lot. Cause like I said, I, I did want Tevin versus Tank, but you know the more and more Loma's kind of been putting himself out there you know like he's the best and you know uh Tank he trying to get back on this road you know he's a young hungry kid too you know um I just been wanting to see that matchup sometimes there's just styles that you just want to see matchup mm-hmm. we we know there's fights that should happen because these are answer questions but 
there's just explosive fights too, man, that answer questions. And I think this one's gonna be more explosive, man. Tank versus Loma. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, Tank and Tevin Farmer has like you know history. That's gonna be a good fight. But this fight is like a super fight. It is smaller weight, and you know what I'm saying. This fight, and it's I, one of those lower weights where you know it's gonna end in the knockout. Yeah, like the winner, the winner of this fight. Really, really gets thrust up there. You know what I'm saying? So um I agree with you, man. I I, I um I'm, I'm 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 that's another juicy one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, yeah. of course I wanna see the Tyson Fury and what's the name rematch, you know what I mean? I mean we got you gotta have that this year, whatever, but you know, but um yeah. Yeah, that that low man tank, that's definitely that's definitely a go right there. Yeah, man. Early prediction tank by a knockout, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, man. Throw that out there. But yeah, man, um, I hope I hope 2019, you know, does turn into a good year as far as, uh, you know, the the matches we need in this game. Uh, I, I feel like there's still some questions that need to be answered at 160. Um, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered at welterweight. You know, we everybody. Everybody in the top, you know, that top tier at uh, welterweight, they're fighting. But they're not fighting each other, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a fight, but they ain't fighting each other. Um, you know, the latest out there is that, you know, Crawford, he is he is fighting Amir Khan next year. But, you know, um, like we said, man, uh, Errol Spence, he's fighting Mikey Garcia. And I think he's going to thrash them ribs, man. So <laughs> we'll see how that go, man. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, we want to close out this year with y'all one more time, you know, one more episode. And, you know, before I – in my closing thoughts, I just say, you know, Shout out to everybody that's been riding with us, you know, with the podcast. We doing this another year, man. Um, still trying to make these moves, you know, talk this all boxing, everything like we do. And, you know, shout out to, you know, listeners, you know, shout out to uh, my man Nas, um, Donnie, um, Junior, all the people that came through to help us out, to help us out with this movement, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much just want to read reiterate everything my man combo breaker 99 said over there you know shout out to everybody that been you know rocking with us and um like i said we still here we still live we still motivated and um we look forward to just you know bringing y'all some more you know passionate stuff next year i mean I, I'm not gonna say it's the best. It's passionate though. It's coming from the heart. It's real. It's, it's, not it's the faking. best. It's, yeah, the, it's best. the best. Ain't? It's All the right. Best. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely real. We're not faking. We're not scripting. This is how we really feel. When this is, you know, you see the passion and and and, and the commitment behind what we're doing. So um, just keep supporting y'all. Yeah, man. Hopefully, you know, like I said, we got the big year coming up. Hope we get um do bigger and better things. Um, make sure y'all subscribe. You know, to help us get bigger on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, you know, follow us like y'all been following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Jab Effect. Um, yeah, man. Uh, hope we get some more interviews next year too. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's coming. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's that's big, I mean, big we, things for y'all. We, we we trapping that. We gonna trap them back them in the corner. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, no choice. For real, man. But um. Yeah, for our bounce man, my name is Combo Breaker ninety nine. It's your boy Boxing P, y'all, and we'll see y'all in the new year. Peace. Later.